went to Disney World in a tank top that said Hakuna Tequila. It means get crazy. I mean, if people aren't acquainted with what improv is, you might think, oh, I, I've, like, I know, I, I've seen Whose Line Is It Anyway. I mean, Dad, can we go live with those weird comedian girls, please? <laughs> please? Dad? How much? Sir? Listen, I, I, I don't want to undersell how much these boys eat. When he tells me to hustle, I get mad. I get angry. Hi, welcome to season two, episode 16 of the Funhouse Family Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Taves. Today's guests are local improvisers Michaela Hops and Kayla Teal. And then later, we're interrupted by Big Brother and Little Brother. So stick around and peel off a square, whatever that means. Join us. Boy, oh boy. I was a real, real big dork. Um, I was very pious also. I was extremely religious. I was raised Catholic. Oh. Uh, and I was very into that. Okay. Uh, I did a lot of youth group activities. Yeah. And uh, I also was in a uh, reenacting group for the Revolutionary War. Oh, the Continental Marines was a fife and drum corps. <laughs> I played wow. the fife and then I was a drum major. What's a fife? It's like a flute, but it's made of wood. Okay, gotcha. It's a simplistic flute, similar to a piccolo. <laughs> for all you, you flute enthusiasts out there. For all you, for all you five heads out there, yeah. hit me up. Um, five heads. Five heads. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, every summer, uh, we would, my family and I, we were all involved in it. Yeah. Uh, my brother played the snare drum, and I was the drum major. Uh and we would go around to different towns throughout mm-hmm. Michigan and be in parades and do concerts. And I passed out from heat stroke twice. Oh, shit. So we wore 25 pound wool regimental coats. <laughs> in, in like. In Michigan. In Michigan in, in, in like, 85 degrees. There you go. Yeah. That would probably lead to some yeah. heat, heat exhaustion for yeah. sure. But in school, I was a goody two shoes and I tried very hard. Kayla, what about you? Um, so. I started high school like right a, a, after a move. I moved from Washington State to Connecticut, mm-hmm. which was a huge culture shock, and I really wanted to fit in. And I ended up cheer, being a cheerleader oh. for my first two years of high school, mm-hmm. which was um, which I was all in on. I had a lot of school spirit. Um, and then halfway through high school, I quit to join the drama club, and it was this big deal. What, the, what was the big deal? About? Just the cheerleader turned drama geek was a big deal. No one did that. Oh. So I did that, and then I... Um, you were an anomaly to the screen. Like, what? <laughs> why are you going over there? <laughs> I was like, why are you doing drama club? <laughs> That's stupid. Isn't that guy in band? Why are you talking to that guy? Um, but then Ooh. I was so much infinitely happier after I did that. I think I got bored with cheerleading because it was... I treated it like it was a character, mm-hmm. like a role I was playing. Sure, which is and, kind of true. Which yeah. Is true. yeah, and I and I did like it. I did enjoy it, but I um, got bored of it. Got it. Well, um, this is great. Uh, but I'm gonna intru- I'm gonna introduce y'all. So, uh, hello, Funhouse listeners. I'm currently sitting with Kayla Teal and Mike Kayla Hops. They are local improvisers and performers in the Seattle improv scene. They also form the improv duo called My Kayla and Your Kayla. You can find them doing improv at Jet City, Bandit Theater, The Pocket, and many other places. Uh, Kayla and Michaela, thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having, thanks us. for having us. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you've already started to kind of answer these questions, but um, I wanted to just, this is the question I ask everybody, for listeners who are not aware of you, could you give a brief or however long history of who you are, background, however way you want to tackle that question, whoever wants to go first? Hmm. You want to go for it, Kayla? Um, sure. Yeah. I, um, yeah, like my childhood was in the Northwest, and mm-hmm. then my teenagehood was in New England. Mm-hmm. And I always very much felt kind of like a West Coaster yeah. on the East Coast. And yeah. now that I'm back, I kind of feel like an East Coaster on the West Coast <laughs> in a weird sense. What does that look like? What are, what are some features of that? Like, I hear people saying, like, those coasts are very different in terms of, like, attitude, cultural yeah. styles and, and values and... Well, just the way people interact with each other. Oh, yeah. It's so, the cultures are so different. I feel like in New England, people are a little crankier and more mm-hmm. reserved, but mm-hmm. also have this really sarcastic 
yeah. sense of humor. Like, I feel like people who love each other are really mean to each other. Like, that's kind of On the their, East Coast. yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah, of their yeah. love language is like sure. uh, insulting each other. <laughs> yeah. with, hey, you fucking idiot! <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's my fucking idiot brother. <laughs> exactly, and all the like older couples too have been married for years. They're hel- the, some of the funniest people to watch for mm-hmm. me. Um, so yeah, just I have a lot of the New England sensibility as far as like I like to walk fast and like yeah, yeah. get places here. But, Everyone's a little complacent here. Sure. Like well, this. especially on the in the sidewalks, like down. Yes. I mean, in downtown, there's a lot of tourists and stuff anyway. Sure, but sure. Um, I was on a walk the other day with my boss, who's from New York City, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, cool. We're just like making time yeah. right now." <laughs> <laughs> go go go! But um, I think on the, when I was living in New England, I was viewed as very friendly, like mm-hmm. to the point of everyone thought it, I was fake. Because oh, I was, it, I would yeah. try to be nice as nice as I could to yeah. people, especially being new. What do you need? What do you, What's the angle here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you're nice to people in New England, they're very suspicious. They're like, what do you want from me? Like, gotcha. why are you tre- being nice mm-hmm. to me? I don't, mm-hmm. we don't know each other, you know? Whereas here, if you have someone who's like super direct, super, you know, fast walker, they're like, what? They, they can rude. come off as yeah. like abrasive. Yeah, yeah exactly. Totally. I have some friends who've moved from Connecticut to here and they were kind of taken that way, which was a surprise to me because yeah. that's not yeah. how they were taken For sure. there. Um, Michaela, you started mm-hmm. talking a little bit about like your uh, b- uh, background about being like <laughs> growing up. Like, was it Catholic? You went yeah. to Catholic school uh-huh. and being pious. I don't yep. know. Can you expand on that a bit more? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. My family's really religious. My brother's actually a, an ordained Catholic priest. Oh wow, we're very proud okay. of him. Um, but yeah, so I kind of grew up in that environment of like, mm-hmm. this is the way to be. Yeah. Um, but I did have a really supportive family. They're still very supportive of me. Sure. Um, encouraged me to pursue anything I wanted to do and were behind me a thousand percent. So yeah. I love that. Um, I'm from Michigan. Uh, so I'm between coasts. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Midwest. No coast. <laughs> Midwest. Um, even though it is on the Eastern time zone. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I grew up in Michigan my whole life and then I moved to Seattle uh, in a few years ago, having never been west of minnesota before oh wow okay so like it was a big thing for me to move all the way across the country sure um but i i really love it uh out here because i feel like i fit in more yeah than i did there um why do you think that is i think that i just have like a more hippy dippy way of thinking yeah you're a little (laughs) maybe a woo woo yeah a little woo woo a little (laughs) crunchy uh and i'm able to lean into that more here and like not be seen as strange yeah for sure (laughs) um yeah there's like it's like a safer place here totally yeah Yeah. and i i feel like i'm able to be who i am entirely which is great so where did the comedy manifest then? I'm assuming being coming from a Catholic background, there's got to be some, some, some <laughs> material to mind. Have you noticed how many comedians are Catholic? It's yeah, like, yeah, no, it there's like, definitely a link. It seems like, a, totally. like a pattern for sure. Well, you have a lot of guilt as a Catholic, oh, so sure. you have to deal with that in some way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so you just laugh about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a kid, I was the I was the youngest of four siblings yeah um and I just loved attention very yeah, much yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like make up songs and dances <laughs> in a made up language oh, for shit. my family there you go uh, they were like very good like, <laughs> we love you uh like my they would have the living room all dark and yeah. like flashlights be like and now introducing my Kayla no. <laughs> so come down from the stairs and like Jesus I'd have to insert Jesus and Mary into the songs because I didn't know any you gotta know your audience I didn't know any non-religious songs oh, so I was go. like yeah. all songs have Jesus in them yeah um, but that was like the performance bug kind of gotcha got me there and I would always gotcha. do silly voices and stuff as gotcha. a kid and and were your your folks encouraging of that they didn't like yes. I mean they had to they yeah had the they were flashlight. forced they, to do so yeah, they, um, yeah they were very you encouraging. sit there you sit there um, yeah um, what it, for for you, Kayla, you mentioned you transitioned from like going into cheerleading into drama. Was drama kind of the gateway into com- like improv and comedy? It definitely you? was because I never turned back. I've been doing it ever since. But I have been doing theater my whole life. I right. think my first acting class I was seven. 
and I was terrified. Yeah. But in fourth grade, I was cast as Jasmine in a knockoff Aladdin Wait, what? play. <laughs> was it called Aladdin? It was called Aladdin. They didn't buy the rights. Ooh. Um, it was fun. Was it a music like a musical? Or? Um, no. Yes, it was, and we sang like current pop music. Okay, gotcha. Um, you didn't but... change the words of the of the current Aladdin songs or anything. No, okay. not we didn't sing anything from Aladdin. I think we sang "Beat It" from Mike uh, by Michael Jackson. <laughs> there you go. Um, it was like pirates versus, <laughs> or, or no, that's Peter Pan. I'm thinking, I'm getting my life confused. Um, but I played Jasmine, and I, I took this I, I took this angle with her that she was just like batting her eyelashes yeah, and like getting yeah. you know like, and I got a lot of laughs for that, like there being ten and batting my eyelashes and like being all I don't know hmm. anyway um, uh, but in high school when I was finally in drama club I, I played this role where I really just like I drew on a unibrow and a mole and like that was not in the script and I, yeah. I made my friend told me I made her cry laughing and I yeah. was just like oh fuck yeah, <laughs> I'm in that. I it like was, that. Like, the big characters, because like that's something I noticed. Well, with the both of you, is like you play kind of like big characters, mm-hmm. and you're, you're, you know the, the subtlety is not really <laughs> it's not really what it's about. But but like do you, 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 you hearing that? Well, yeah, of course, <laughs> there's truth to it. Um, but do you feel like um, um, like hearing that feedback from your friend? That's what what I'm hearing is like that was kind of like oh I can make people laugh. I think so. I think okay. I figured out that characters was what I was good at, and I was scared to sing. And it was all musicals really in right. my high school for the most part. So I would get cast as whatever the comedic relief role was mm-hmm. for every show, gotcha. and I loved that because then they they eventually didn't even make me sing at the auditions. Yeah, they were yeah. just like, we know what you'll play. It's it'll yeah. it'll work. Um, and then in college, my one of my theater professors was like, you should come to an improv club. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I, I had seen whose line, but I didn't know what I was in for, but I mm-hmm. yeah. loved it immediately. And I loved the people. And I think the people is a lot of the reason I still do it. Right. There's a community there. Yeah, for sure. Um, really, really good, funny people. What, uh, kind of a basic question, but like what influences your art or comedy that you make? I mean, mm. what do you think are your influences? It's always curious to know. Um, as far it, as like it, artists, it, it, yeah, it doesn't have to necessarily be like ooh, like uh, you know, uh, the TJ and Dave or whatever. It's just like whoever, mm-hmm. like growing yeah. up or like lately, you've been like, oh, like yeah. that's the kind of thing I want to do, or totally or, like, um, gives me permission or whatever. Yeah, I really loved Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. It's like Tina Fey. Yeah, um, I mean. It's just like, oh my god, a woman who's running her own show. This right. is so cool. Right. And the jokes were like so fast and witty yeah. and like mm-hmm. quick. Um, I also really love Broad City. I mm-hmm. mean, Abby oh Jacobson and Alana Glazer mm-hmm. are geniuses. Yeah. Um, Kristen Wiig is huge for me, oh, especially yeah. as a teenager. And then yeah. even before that, Sean Hayes is like one of my mm-hmm. biggest comedic yeah. idols. There you go. From, he plays Jack on Will and Grace. And as a kid, I would just, I would memorize his lines and make my mom laugh with them i love him yeah. i saw him on broadway once and just started bawling my eyes out yeah, yeah. i love him so much you're like oh like someone who has such an influence on me yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's so physical and like mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. i'm not as physical of an improviser but he is just like so fucking funny to me yeah um i really loved uh like comic strips growing up yeah i wanted to be a cartoonist for a long time right you mentioned like far side yeah i really loved the far side and calvin and Hobbes. um and like foxtrot uh i was also like obsessed with garfield (laughs) which is not very funny but um just like having its place yeah it has its place place. (laughs) uh um but like finding a way to just like have one quick thing and make people laugh. Sure. Uh, was really cool to me. So. Sure. Aside from like people. Just right. Like art forms that I thought right. were interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you still keep up with that? Do you still write like doodle or com- do comic strips? I still like doodle and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't have like a, a comic strip. Yeah. Out. Yeah. yeah. You, like you, that, you, but. You're just. Um, it's kind of it seems like that focus has kind of shifted into more like live performance yeah it's yeah. more immediate gratification right so. <laughs> um that was how, a joke to be clear. <laughs> how, how would you say how would you say uh your upbringing or perspective informs your improv oh i don't know i think like you mentioned like growing up catholic and uh-huh. that being kind of 
it can be repressive in certain ways. Yeah. Um, I think New England also was that same type of thing as far mm-hmm. as like very much like the typical American, like you, you go to college, you meet someone, you get married, you have babies, you have animals, you buy a house, you do that. It's and conventional kind mm-hmm. of Very American conventional. Yeah. And I think that yeah. a lot of like my internal struggles the last like 10 years have been like, oh shit, I don't want that at mm-hmm. all. And totally. discovering that. And like, I think that has influenced my comedy a lot. Um, really just kind of going against um, traditional uh, values and also like monogamy has been a big thing that I think is really funny and sexuality (laughs) and like and shame is like I feel very passionate about erasing shame from our culture like in so many ways and so that I think when I see comedy that is like about that Mm -hmm. I really latch onto Mm. that yeah I think that's really relatable and like subverting expectations. Like, here's the traditional values, quote unquote, and this like lifestyle that you expect people to have, and then like, yeah, having that and then mocking it from the inside. Yeah, absolutely. uh, I think is really powerful. Mm -hmm. I I totally one billion percent agree with everything you just said. Totally. (laughs) On the same page. I love that um, because I'm always interested in sort of you know. like the you see like the exterior as you would describe it Kayla of like you know the 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 wife and the kids and like the suburban mm-hmm. but there's all like like there's this like sense of normalcy this external normalcy but there's like people behind closed doors they're weird there's some mm-hmm. weird like mm-hmm. no one is normal like, no. no one's normal and, and like, i feel like my friends that will like or like people i've known who have followed that model yeah. Yeah. and then later like are like what the fuck have i done yeah. i feel like they all come to me to be like kayla what have i fucking done <laughs> well let me let me uh, make it into my art <laughs> yeah. i can't art I, yeah way. i've made fun of some of my friends in my art and in ways that they don't know about yeah, like, yeah. like bridal bridal parties like yeah. i think are just so such fruitful ground for comedy like of the, the matching outfits for the bachelorette mm-hmm. parties and mm-hmm. the like i've i've kept all my bachelorette party like tank tops and used them yeah. in shows so many times yeah it's we it's kind of weird it's like it's like everyone's yeah. like we're all bought into this kind of normal like like a, i went to a what was it a baby shower? It a, not a baby shower but the it's Christening. the other Chris, I don't know. <laughs> baby, <laughs> baby Chris, and no, it's the uh, it's the one where it's like people like there's these games you have to play where it's like you got to eat Hershey's chocolate out of a diaper. Or something. It's a baby shower. It, that's a baby shower. Yes. Okay, okay. I'm was sorry. the person pregnant? But yeah, they are all the same. Yes, yes, that's they were. Um, but that's we- like that was yeah. weird to me. I was like, why am I drinking pedi like chugging Pedialyte out of this? Totally. Uh, out of the thing, and, that, yeah. and that, that's comedy right there. Cause Absolutely, it's just like, that's yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Why are you doing this? It's and absurd. Like, <laughs> leaning into the the like pageantry sure. of those things, yes, like matching tank tops and going to mm-hmm. Six Flags or mm-hmm. something. I went to Disney World in a tank top that said Hakuna Tequila. It means get crazy. <laughs> And it met <laughs> with a group of ten people, all matching. I lo- I will cherish that tank top. I was for my alluding life. to that. But I didn't know if you wanted to mention that explicitly. So oh no, I, was- I will. I don't care. <laughs> um, but I just see the pictures, and because I'm uh, like all my all the people I know from Connecticut are doing that every week. There's a wedding. There's a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. There's a bachelorette yeah. party. There's a baby shower. There's a so I just weekly yeah. see the same photos. Yeah. with yeah. different people in them. Yeah, I find that hilarious. What? Well, it's uh, so funny. Uh, we're already kind of talking about this question, but. But just to clarify, mm-hmm. what, is, what do you what do you two think the word funny means to you? Oh man! I mean, you talked about like subverting expectations, yeah. kind of like poking fun at sort of conventional, normal, sure. quote unquote, mm-hmm. culture, American culture. But yeah. what else? I mean, something is funny. Like we laugh if our expectations are met mm-hmm. or if they are subverted. Right. Yeah. So really, that's just like the basic. Like, what is something that is funny? Is like mm-hmm. that's what it is. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know if I have like a more elaborate answer than that. I know. I, I think that I tell my improv students this all the time. When you go see shows and there's a giant laugh, there's a laugh where everyone in the audience is on the same page and everyone thinks it's Mm -hmm. funny. I want you to analyze that moment. Why, why is that funny? And a lot of the time it is, it's like either you catch someone off guard, you do something they that the audience did not expect or, and like the stand up is an easier way to kind of Mm -hmm. really like pick that apart and analyze because their whole art is like studying you know space and time and Mm -hmm. words and like 
uh, setting something up, creating tension, and then breaking it, all yeah. the things. So. Gotcha. It's very technical, I think. Funny is technical. Yes. Yeah. But it can also be just very silly and dumb. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's just like they said that word, and they mispronounced that word in a funny way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah exactly. Like, like, ha, ha, ha. I find it like people, <laughs> when they, when they like a flaw or like a car- like a tick is yeah. always like endearing to me, I always find funny. Like sure. I, I'm always like, I feel like when I'm watching something, I'm always like the one person who's laughing because of just the way someone's like carrying them. So like, yeah. oh, like that person's leaning on that pole in a, in a like in a, in an awkward way. Like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just like, it's very, I don't know. I find endearing yeah. stuff to be funny. I think yes. that like an, a, another big part of it is like, truth in comedy sure. like being yeah. honest and genuine yeah because if someone's if someone's like trying to be funny and they're yeah. like faking it yeah. it doesn't read because we yeah. as humans can tell when you're not being genuine right yes. but if someone is actually genuinely like being open and honest sure they're allowing themselves to be vulnerable and right. as audience members you feel a connection to that because you see mm. them as a person mm. and so then you bond with them more and you're more likely to be on their side mm-hmm. and so whatever happens to them you're rooting for them sure uh, and then if something bad happens, it can be funny because you're like, that's how we deal with stress is laughing yeah. also. Mm-hmm. And that's how we, you can put that onto any art form that totally. like vulnerability is power. And in improv, that's a big lesson that mm-hmm. I feel like you learn maybe like three or four years into totally. doing sure, it yeah. where suddenly you're like, oh shit, it's funnier if I don't try to be funny. Yeah, it's absolutely. funnier if I just try to be human with, and then, like, just play the see situation. What happens. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, to, to kind of add to this question of what does funny mean to you, given the current cultural climate that we're in, we're mm-hmm. kind of reevaluating, you know, what's humor, what is humor, like, what is appropriate. Um, how do you feel the word has changed, or has it changed? What word? Fun- the word funny. Oh. Yeah, I think that a lot of people used humor for so long to be a jerk and to put down other people, mm-hmm. right? And like yeah. we call, you know, in comedy it's called punching, punching down. down. Yeah. So if you're if you're making jokes about um, you know, somebody who might be experience more oppression than you or like yeah. things like things like that, um, it's hard to articulate, but that's not funny like it used to be and for good reason um and that's something that's hard to learn also back to improv is like you're making it up on the spot and sometimes weird shit just comes out and you're like that didn't come out how i meant or like and so like we really have to also talk especially to students and people you're performing with of like Mm -hmm. if anything like that happens let's address it right away let's um talk about why that wasn't funny or why why it might have you might have thought it would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't necessarily mean that you as a performer are a bad person. If no. you yeah. say something that you're like, oh, shit, I wish mm-hmm. I didn't say that. Because you're still ingrained with... Sure. You're conditioned. Yeah, you're conditioned, yeah, exactly. Yeah. To think, oh, this might be funny. And then you're like, ah, w- no, I didn't mean that. Yeah. Um, but then when yeah. a stand-up says, makes a fucked up joke, it's like, oh, you very much calculated. very much have control of, of <laughs> yeah, what so you're saying. Different. Yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you yeah. wrote this down huh. and practiced it yeah. <laughs> and you still decided to say it. and there are, there's so many people that are like oh you can't take a joke you can't take a joke but it's like okay well is that a joke or are you just being a jerk yeah. yeah I also think that like punching down or just making fun of people yeah is lazy comedy yeah it's not mm-hmm. it's actually not funny yeah it's like be more creative you can right. you can find a good way to be creative. Right. And the people that laugh are, are laughing because they feel validated by their own right. jerkiness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I think that's something like, it, it kind of makes me think back to what you were saying earlier about, you know, we're going back to sort of like the American life, conventional kind of suburban mom, mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know, but like, you both come from that background. So it's like mm-hmm. you have some, there's some authenticity and ownership over that because you've, 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 as you've said, Kayla, like you've participated in these, these parties, these bachelorette parties. Oh, yeah. And, and I so <laughs> in a way it's like, you're making fun of it, but you're also, you're also leaning into it as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh I, yeah. I find that. I like, lean yeah. into it because I love to experience other cultures. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bachelorette culture. I'm like, if this is your culture, this is what you want from yeah. me. I'll give it to you. And then I'm going to go home and make art about it and laugh yeah. about it. Yeah. So. It's like, but yeah. I will try while I'm here. Oh yeah. No, I love to yeah. lean into it and yeah. just try to have a good time. I don't want to be the jerk either. That's sure, in yeah. the moment like this is dumb. Right. Well, that's why I think like, 
satire is so it, it, it can be a balance between like okay this is mean spirited versus like you take like a show like Book of Mormon I think is a good example of like it's crazy to me that like yes they're making fun of Mormonism but they're also there are a lot of Mormons who like the show yeah I know like, Every, everyone <laughs> I know who's Mormon loves that show yeah it's um, an interesting paradox to me I've actually never like, seen that show so I can't really but it's like it's like but it's like you know you go in the, the in the in their program the mormons are actually they're actually advertising mm-hmm. in the in the program so. just so smart they're leaning into it yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly they're doing the exact same thing they're leaning mm-hmm. into it yeah um so what disclose what you want to disclose i'm, I'm gonna throw kind of a i'm gonna throw one at you what do you think of the seattle comedy improv scene Ooh. and what would you like to see more or less of it has changed so much, even just since I got here. And sure. I think I started classes in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just grown. It's exploded. Yeah. The sketch and improv community has just... It's like probably 10 times the t- size it was in 2014 yeah. right sure. now. Um, and it, something I do like about the Seattle improv scene is it's very supportive as far as like yeah. you're, you're allowed to perform at all the different theaters. Yeah. You can, you know, in other cities, I know it's like, oh, no, you perform at this house. You cannot go perform at this house huh, or else we'll cut ties with you. It's like really weird and competitive. I don't feel yeah. that sense of competition yeah. here as much. Maybe like a little less gatekeeping here. Yeah. Maybe with that. Okay. Yeah. People are really supportive of each other's art and everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I also find it really supportive. Um, Great. It's so fun to go to improv auditions because everyone cheers for each other, <laughs> which like yeah, the auditions are very fun. Does yeah. not happen at like a traditional theater audition. Mm-hmm. What do you think if it's like is. open thing? I think because like we're all being vulnerable, we're all trying. Yeah. So like, be, why not be nice? You know, right. mm-hmm. like you genuinely want other people to succeed because improv is a collaborative art form. Right. So you look better when other people also look yeah, yeah. so good, you know. if you want to look good you make your scene partners look good you make the people on stage look good yes. yeah um and i yeah i encourage everyone even if they're new to improv to go to the auditions because it's free practice sure. and um you'll you be learn. seen and you'll meet yeah. people and you know auditioned for so many shows before i got into one and it's that's just how 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 the cookie crumbles yeah you're not gonna be cast at every show no it happens it's okay. <laughs> um, so kind of just talking about improv in general, if you were outside looking in, just like not, you don't know what improv is. Like, mm-hmm. how do you think others judge improv? That's a loaded mm-hmm. one. Yep. I think even people who n- know about improv can judge improv pretty harshly. Yeah. I, I feel insecure sometimes um, performing around stand-up comedians. Sure, I okay. I was doing stand-up. Well, and improv at the same time before okay. I kind of chose to do improv yeah, exclusively. Just I just needed, I knew I needed to choose one. Um, and I feel, I, I knew a lot of my fellow stand-ups judged improv, didn't like improv, though they all had taken classes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think part of that is just, there's a lot, for all the good improv that's out there, there's also a lot of bad improv mm-hmm. or some more novice improv. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of people... Uh, we'll go see a show and be like, oh, that that wasn't good, and then yeah, assume yeah. that all improv is that. Yeah. Because when it's good, it's like f- fucking magical. When you right. see some yeah, good it really improv, is. it's not, exactly. not like anything I've ever seen. Um, and then being in it, it's not like anything else I feel like I've ever achieved. Sure. Totally. Um, and then it's just gone. So yep. if you weren't there, you don't didn't see it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like... I mean, if, if people aren't acquainted with what improv is you might think oh i i've like i know I, i've seen whose line is it anyway yeah and whose line is it anyway is great yeah that's what i that's how i got into improv mm-hmm. also um but it's not the only sure way of doing that's short improv. form right. improv which that's is right. fun yeah. but um i'm more into long form improv yeah. doing it personally yeah. um Likewise. but i realized i think when i was when i was I was doing a lot of musicals and I was looking at all my comedy heroes and they all kind of got to where they were either through doing stand-up or improv, which is why mm-hmm. I wanted to try that. Yeah. Um, but now it's like all the like comedy sitcoms, all the shows we watch, like almost everyone started at improv. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they'll poke fun at it. Like on Key and Peele, they, mm-hmm. there's an, a, uh, a sketch where they make fun of improv, which yeah. is hilarious because yeah. they probably both have like 10 to 15 plus years <laughs> under their belt of improv. At least. Um, what do you think causes people to overlook the form? Mm. I mean, you kind of mentioned it with wh- whose line is it yeah. anyway. Like, people say, like, 
Because I think it's the same with theater, too, where, like, mm-hmm. I just feel like someone sees a bad play and it just leaves sure. a stain on that person's mm-hmm. memory of, yeah. like, oh, why would I go see this thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's sometimes, like, I feel like I'm spending a lot of time trying to yeah. buy people into, like, no, come come out. Because mm-hmm. right. why would they go to a live performance when there's so much content they can stream from home? So, Absolutely. I don't know, what, what do yeah. you two think? I, I think that with improv, I mean, going to any show is a, a risk that it might not go well. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like performing, it doesn't always go well it because you're making it well. up. Yeah. Like, even, you can sometimes just have an off day. Yeah. And that can be the, the only time that audience member goes to see a show and it was your off day mm-hmm. and then they go, well, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah, it's a risk because, yeah. <laughs> you know, you pay for a ticket and not even the performers can guarantee to you that it's going to be a good show. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just such a range. I was at, in Alaska at a festival recently, and mm-hmm. there was a set I saw that was so bad. Yeah. I was angry. I, w- I was almost crying. I was shaking. There was a lot of misogyny in it. There was this guy that was on there, and he was just, like, putting down his fellow improvisers, telling them to shut up, like, literally screaming yeah. shut wow. up. He brought an audience member on stage and made her twirl around, and it was very uh-uh. creepy. And I was so fucking mad. And then I left, and I, like, went out in the hallway, and I came back, and I saw another duo, and it was the best show I've ever seen. It was so good. Yeah. And they got a standing ovation. It was like, I didn't even know you could do that with improv. I was yeah. so inspired. So, like, within a half-hour period, I expected, I experienced the entire spectrum <laughs> sure. of what improv can be and do. Yeah, that's crazy that it can swing like that mm-hmm. so dramatically. Totally. Yeah. Because I've seen that too where I've been like, oh man, these people are not listening to each other. Right. Yeah. Like, that's usually that's what it is. That's the worst part, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then somebody's like, I'm Darth Vader. Like They'll, they'll, they'll just come in and be like, what are you doing <laughs> in this scene? But the yeah. one that the show I saw that was good, it was just like, it was very honest and vulnerable and like mm-hmm. sad at times yeah. and wildly hilarious at times. There's a musical element. <laughs> it was just like, oof. I was crying of happy tears at the end of that one. Yeah. There you go. But anyway, yeah, I think some people go to shows where they see groups like that first group and they're like, whoa, I'm not going to go see something like that again. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, what drew you two together to form your own duo? Well, we met. Our friendship blossomed over playing Dungeons and Dragons. That's true. <laughs> Before we were even in the same like artistic circle, we yeah. were friends. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think we just have similar. It was honestly our names. I don't know. Yeah, we came yeah, up with the name of our duo before we started performing together. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we yeah, we were both doing improv. I, I got into the Seattle improv scene a little bit later. Kayla actually drew me into the. To the mm. improv scene. She here. mentioned to me that she missed performing, and I was like, "You yeah. should take an improv class." Yeah, and then I haven't stopped, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I never looked back. Uh, yeah, I, we just have very similar ways of approaching the art form of improv. I think mm-hmm. um, we naturally are kind of on the same page with a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and so personally and as far as like what yeah. we're good at goes we're good at a lot of the same things yeah you have similar yeah. sensibilities i feel yeah. like totally. too you can get into like the same characters and flow states yeah. almost it feels absolutely like. <laughs> yeah like I, it's amazing when i perform with kayla i feel like i don't i truly do not think mm. and it's just like boom 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 going 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 and and, and our style is we try to do um what's called two peas in a pod scenes mm-hmm. is kind of what we've tried to tackle with our duo what's is that? um two characters that are very similar yeah. and have very similar outlooks. Um, like, have you seen the valet sketch from Key and Peele? Yes. Such it's a like good that. example yeah, okay, of, of two it. peas in a pod. Oh, They're the gotcha. same character, gotcha. and everything they say just heightens and heightens and heightens yeah. until literally Got their it. heads explode in that sketch. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, it's been a while. Yeah, so that's kind of what we do, and it does, like, our, our uh, format lends itself to that, also because our names... Mm-hmm. My Kayla and your <laughs> My Kayla. 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 So there's already a similarity there. Um, yeah, it's just it's we just are really good friends, and we have a lot in common. <laughs> we have a lot in common. It's <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> I just love her so much. I love I her so much. <laughs> that's the best when you can just like collab, like you can collaborate with someone, and you don't have to like do too much time like you don't have to take so much time to explain a bit or explain oh. a, 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 a job function or something I think Absolutely. that's the best it's mm-hmm. just like oh yeah we're on this we already have a common language great mm-hmm. um, so Kayla you mentioned artists should go to therapy 
Yeah. What role does therapy have in art making and performance? Oh, I just feel like the better you know yourself, the better all your art will become. I've I've a lot of like students be like, no, so now what? I'm done with improv classes. What do I do? And I'm always like, um, I think it's good to watch a lot of TV, yeah. <laughs> go to therapy, yeah. and take an acting class. Yep. Those are three things that you can really improve on. Yeah. I also encourage journaling. Because, mm. <laughs> uh, you know, some of us don't have health insurance and can't afford therapy. So Yeah, that's true. It's like it's easy can't do to be that. like, uh, like, go to therapy. Yeah, like, journal oh. about your day. Like, sit, yeah. write what you did and how you feel about it. Because then you can access that later right. uh, and draw from that in your in your art. I see that a lot with, like, sound, like I, I just get the sense sometimes when, like, people are performing stand-up or comedy. Like, people are kind of working through things. Oh, and it's totally. not always, like, hel- like not always in the most healthy way. It's like, I think this guy needs to, to talk to somebody. <laughs> you can draw on that in, in performance, but don't use performance as therapy because it's not. It's yeah. a separate thing. Yeah, no, totally. and if you, the more you work on yourself and the more self-aware you are, the better scene partner you are. I really, mm-hmm. I really think that's true. Yeah, and just a, be- a better friend. Absolutely, and a better person too. Better person work with and, <laughs> and just be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, there's uh, people there, at the there door. Seems to be like a like a little hustle oh. out here. Excuse me. Hey, are you get gonna- off me? Hold that thought. We're gonna take a quick break. Join us for Funhouse 5, the latest iteration of the Funhouse family's flagship theater show, featuring a selection of short plays by local writers that explore the shifting cultural landscape of the Pacific Northwest. Funhouse 5 runs Thursday through Saturday, September 19th through the 28th at Annex Theater in Capitol Hill. Follow the Funhouse family on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Funhouse Fam for ticketing information and updates. Now back to the show. I'm sorry. Oh, there's uh, people there, at the there door. Seems to be like a like a little hustle oh. out here. Excuse me. Uh, hey, are you get off me? Get off of me! Stop it! He's slapping my oh, neck. Oh, just, gentlemen, don't ow. Ow. Hey, gentlemen, ow. gentlemen, stop, stop. stop. Would you stop it? Excuse me. What? We're, we're, first off, we're in the middle of a podcast. It's like an artist space. There's what's all going? these other people oh. around here. Just, what's going on? Who are you? I'm, I'm... Bo. This is my big brother. He's a big jerk. You just saw him. Hey, and this is your little brother? This is my little brother. Big brother, little brother. Yes. yes. I, stop! Hey, God, God, please. Brian, stop. he hit me. I know my name. You're wearing fans. it on your shirt. Okay, that's right. We're big fans of the podcast. <laughs> you, 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 you two listen to the podcast? How old are you? I don't know if you should be listening. At the- I'm 14. Okay. I don't have a smartphone, so I don't know what that is. I, okay. don't, I don't let him hear a- technology. <laughs> Why? Because it's going to rot his brain. I don't want him to grow up with a rotted brain. I want him to grow up smart and reading books. I think he's trying to control my mind. Well, okay. What, what, what led to this scuffle before, uh, beforehand? I wanted to go get some dairy-free ice cream, and he wanted to get Slurpees. I was just thinking Slurpees. I want a Slurpee so <laughs> Sorry, I almost swore. Don't swore. Don't swore, little brother. He can't, he has the money and he wouldn't <laughs> give me any. It's because I mower neighbors' lawns. Okay, so do you both were? Are you both supposed to be mowing lawns together? Then no, it's supposed no, to be a joint venture. It's my responsibility. I'm the one that mows the lawns. I have no upper body strength yet. Okay, well, well you can. <laughs> You can hang, you can do something. What what, what 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 could you do? Maybe rake some leaves. I don't know. He doesn't need to do anything. He's okay. he's fine. Okay. All right. You don't. He's a child. He doesn't need to be doing work. Uh, I'm an adolescent, so I can be doing work. It's okay. Um, uh, Michaela, Kayla, this is a uh, little brother and big brother. Sorry, to hi kids. Here. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm having nannying flashbacks. Oh, really? Yeah. We have a nanny. And she sucks. <laughs> She's she's very, she's nice. That's not very yeah. That's not a very nice thing to say, little brother. Oh. Why would you? Why does she suck? Doesn't get me any Slurpees. She doesn't get me anything out of vending machines. She's just what? listening to the rules that our parents told her. That's all. She's she's doing her job properly. She's a chump. <laughs> Don't call people chumps. That's not nice. Have you been reprimanded before by calling people chumps? No. Is this your word? No. How old are you? Nine. Nine? Yeah. 
You gotta start learning this stuff. You're old enough to know not to call people chumps. Why does everyone treat me like a child? Because you because you technically are a child. Well, I mean, you're. Fuck you! Whoa! Whoa! Hey! Whoa! Whoa! I'm gonna slap your neck. Don't slap my neck! I'm gonna slap your neck! Gentlemen, come on now! Oh, come on! He's so mean to me, Brian. He doesn't ever let me play with him and his friends. Here's the thing. You both are very articulate. You obviously, big brother, have, you know, some uh, maturity Thank here. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I think that. you're you're learning it, little brother. Mm. But we get, okay. We that get, was not called for. <laughs> we get mm. a little, like, uh, uh, we get stuck into this physical uh, fighting with each other. Why don't we just Because I don't know how words. else to take out my aggression. I have too much pent-up anger inside of me. I okay. get no respect. Well, I mean, um, Michaela and Kayla, we were talking about doing improv classes. Have you ever done, like, an acting class? Or the, they're, they're improv teachers. Maybe that might be a good place to take out some, uh, or you channel that energy. Maybe not aggression, but... I don't have any time for more activities. I'm a Cub Scout. Oh, he's pretty busy. Nice. I, I like, I, I'm a little bit, I play hoops with the boys, so I... <laughs> Pretty, why is that funny? No, I'm just... No, I mean... I mean but that's no. what we call it. Bro. I'm, oh, you hoops, play, with play hoops with the boys. I have I'm it, sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. It was, I have it, it in was... my planner. Hoops with the boys every Tuesday. Okay. How's, <laughs> how, how is that? Like, what what, what what do you... It's good. We go to the U Heights Park. Cool. And we play hoops. Cool. And uh, and we talk about our feelings. Does little... Bro- oh. little Does little brother join you? No. I watch. You watch from the sidelines? No, from very far away. <laughs> okay. On a roof. On a, what are you doing, what are you doing up on the roof? There's a ladder. It's meant to be climbed. And I have binoculars. Yeah, but there's a time and place to climb certain ladders. Probably. I don't know if you should be going up Over. on the roof. Up the- what? I just want to be involved in your life. Wow. So, so you, talk, uh, you talk about your feelings with the boys. Yeah. Like, what do you... That, that sounds healthy. That sounds yeah. like a healthy thing to do. Yeah, it's good to talk about your feelings. Do you talk about me to your boys? Yes. Ooh. What do you say? I talk about when I'm frustrated with you and when I'm proud of you. Uh, Wait, you're proud of me? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, what? You're such a good rope tire. Oh you're good gosh. at knots. I'm so you're gonna good be, at knots. You're going to be an amazing Eagle Scout one day. Oh, I can't wait for your induction ceremony. Wait, you really think I'm going to become an Eagle Scout? Yes, and you could be president if you wanted to be. Uh, wait, really? Yes. But uh, you always beat me up and tell me I'm stupid. Because you have to learn humility. <laughs> I'm humil. I'm humil. <laughs> You're human. I don't think humil is a word. I'm sorry, little brother. I, I, I'm, not I'm sure only nine. Spelling test. Just I'm ju- began. I'm just trying. Thank you. I'm just trying. You know, I was just trying. Yes, there you have to learn. You seem to have an internal conflict here, Big Brother. You seem Why do you very, say that? Well, well, because you're literally holding on to your face. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Well, you're, you, the, the words you're saying about your little brother are yeah. contradicting the way in which you're saying because them. Because I feel like I'm not allowed to express these feelings Why? in society. Because I have to be a, a tough guy. You don't I mean, have it sounds to like be a, I can't of, show my I can't bear my soul about my little brother and how he's the love of my life and no. how I want the world for him and he can achieve anything he wants because he's so great. Why don't you just tell him that? Because uh How do you feel about this little brother? Do you feel like hearing this? Oh, it seems very nice. Did you just say I was the love of your life? <laughs> That's intense, bro. Even for me. <laughs> uh I'm the love that? of his life. Meant. I think he meant it. Yeah, because that's what he important. said. Yeah, I know. I know. I, well, I, let's give them an opportunity to I, I explain. Did, I did mean that. I did mean it. You are the love of my life. Wow. You're the most important thing in the world to me. Really? I always wanted a little brother, and I, I was so happy the day you were. I was so happy the day you were born. Oh, we, oh wow! This oh is really beautiful. God. I don't remember that day. Of course you don't. You were one. You were one day old. Of course you remember. I was. I was five and a half. And hey, and bro. I was, I was. I was. I was playing PlayStation. What I game? Wasn't, I wasn't allowed to go to the hospital because because Dad said that I couldn't see Mom in that much pain because you know like labor's really intense for women. 
And so I was just, I was, I was playing PlayStation, and then Grandma was babysitting me, and she was really upset. She couldn't be there, but you know, she had to watch me because five and a half was paid. And then, and then, and then the next day, you were brought home, and you were just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Whoa! I had no idea. I'm sorry, I'm getting really emotional. That's I, okay. Do you need a you need a tissue? Uh, yeah. There you go. There's a tissue for you. Thank you. Ryan, I can't oh, tell you wow. what a surprise this is. <laughs> I'm very surprised as well. I think he it's actually kind of beautiful. Shit, and he beats me all the time. Yeah, he, he hits you real hard when he. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I just I got it. I gotta teach you, okay? It's my responsibility to teach you how to be tough, but also sensitive. But I feel like I can't be sensitive, so I'm trying that right now. And I'm, you know, I'm just testing the waters to see how it goes. Hey, big brother, don't you think that you could show your little brother you love him without violence? How am I supposed to do that? I don't know. Like a hug or something? Yeah, why don't why don't you try a hug right now? Yeah, that yeah. could be healthy. Brothers should hug each other. Okay. Oh, fine. Ow! Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> You're making so much progress and then you come in and 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 then you just contradict it by by slapping. Sorry. That was a hard slap. I'm sorry. What's your relationship like with dad? Uh, why do you need oh. to know that information? He's our baseball coach. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. How's that go? Well, he makes how's that fit? When he tells me to hustle, I get mad. I get angry. And okay. when I throw a fit, he says I don't get any special attention. Okay. So he seems a little like a tough, tough guy. A little tough. Yeah. I can yeah. see why maybe you do. You feel maybe a big brother that you have to maybe. Uh, uh, I have to. I have to meet show his expectations. An air of masculinity. Okay. Me too. That's why I'm a Cub Scout. Okay. There's okay. nothing more masculine than wearing a striped button-up <laughs> with an ascot. <laughs> and, and shooting hoops with the boys. <laughs> shooting hoops with the boys. Oh, he wears wife. an ascot? Oh, uh, Cub Scouts, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's a uniform. Oh, shit, big brother. Dad's what? in that window right what? there. Dad? Holy shit, what's he, he doing here? He kinda, I can see where you get the watching from far away. He's oh. he's also watching from far oh away. God. Dad? Dad, go it? away. We're on a podcast Dad. right now. Oh. Hey! Oh, there, are my boys. Uh, hi. Oh, hello, hello, sir. I thought I heard hi, emotions in here. It's Big Daddy. We weren't talking about our emotions, were we? No. We know we don't do that. No. I, <laughs> no, sir. No, I was never discussing how I. Little no. brother, keeping you keeping little brother in check. Always, sir. You slap him in the neck. Yes. Great. Very good. Dad, why do you let him hit me? There's there's certain ways that we uh, that we. Take care of our feelings, and, you know, slapping in the neck is a great one. Just to clarify, Dad, you never slapped me in the neck. You would just make me slap myself in the neck. Absolutely not. I don't touch my children. Okay. (laughs) Like, at all, to give them hugs? I've never received a hug. No, no, no. Absolutely. No, no, no. No, no, no. No touching? No touching. Seems a very, like, uh, 1950s... Well, I don't want anyone to get hurt from my hands. (laughs) (laughs) He... He's very strong. Well, he does give us a little spank when we leave the dugout. That's just, but he does that to all the team. It's not just yeah, that, yeah. Spanks, all the... spanks only. Spanks are okay. A spanks, a spanks. Just a little, just a little smack. My dad spanked me. I'll give you little spanks too. <laughs> but they're only never a punishment. They're always for encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's like a what's like a, a off you go like you would to that's a, right. like, like, a, like a love a, tap like, yeah, like you would to a to get a colt that you were setting free <laughs> from the ranch. I'm a young little. Do you cult. feel encouraged when he uh, spanks you know, on the the on butt tush? On the tush. <laughs> yeah, and because that's the only affection we get, I think it might mess me up a little bit in the future. Honestly. Yeah, I could probably. Well, no comment. Dad's here. Yeah. Dad, what do you do for work? For oh, for work? Yeah, his plants. You know, <laughs> his career does not define him. A man can be a full human without being defined by their job and what value society puts on their job. Well, that's debatable, but <laughs> what? Uh, what did, what did we're you? All part of the capitalist machine. Well, that's that's very true. What, what did you want to do? Did you? Is there something that you wanted to do at some point in your life, and you were like, oh, plant? I guess that's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, oh, well, you know, I just wanted to enter the workforce after high school. Okay. So he's okay. been at the plant ever since. Oh. Ever since. Where's mom? 
Oh, I'm so sorry. How dare you? <laughs> I didn't know. I was just asked, I just asked a question. Why, why do you assume that we... Why don't we, you assume... Oh, because I said you went into labor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you would assume you talking, we came you from you a You that, were you? You were to get born. No, no. You no. had to be born somehow. Yeah, well, sure, but like, what about adoption or stuff? Daddy, will like, you, you know? tell me about the day I was born? Yeah, tell us about the day. Well, you, well, you see, God purposely doesn't turn your brain on until later. You're not supposed to know about that. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, Wait, what? what? Yeah, the big what? brother. What? You yeah, know how God works. Work? His finger's in your brain. Dad, what the fuck are you talking about? Do you see what we're dealing with, language? Brian? Yeah, I totally see what you're dealing with. How dare you use that language? I'm sorry. Slap yourself in the neck. Hey, this is not good. Dad, I have a tattle. A tattle? What is a tattle? A big brother said that I am the love of his life. Oh, oh my lord. How does that make you feel? We got into some big feelings, didn't we? Oh, yeah, they came right in here. I mean, Michaela and Kayla have been very patiently just uh, hanging out. Oh, this is a, we were doing an interview. This is a podcast. Yeah, this oh, was yeah. supposed to be about us and our comedy That's, duo. Oh, I didn't even notice you over there. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> they were just hanging out. Just because we're the only women in the room? Or? Wow. Maybe. Cool. What? <laughs> cool. Cool. Chill. Cool, dude. Uh, um, uh, hey, have you ever considered putting your kids up for adoption? Oh, absolutely considered it. You see, the fiscal responsibility is great. Michaela, we could raise two boys together, couldn't we? Uh, yeah. I mean, do you want to take on that responsibility? You're still, I mean, you all, you, you, you two seem like your, your, your career is burgeoning. I don't know if I'm using that word correctly. I don't think you are, but that's okay. Um, that, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> your, your careers are taking off. You're doing, do you want to have the responsibility of having two, uh, these two boys? Yeah, we could foster we could foster and find them a better dad yeah listen they eat a lot of food (laughs) i love pizza i love chicken nuggets (laughs) and cheese sticks and macaroni and twizzlers i also i also like a a nice salad Uh, like a fruit salad (laughs) (laughs) uh, my kayla and kayla they they, they, you you like those things too yeah i I love fruit salad yeah Um, Mm -hmm. we I think we should do it. I think we should do it. I think, you know, you guys are pretty well-adjusted considering. And <laughs> and Big Brother, you seem like you have a lot of sensitivity that you need help with. I'm not sensitive. He's very sensitive. Not sensitive. Yeah. I mean, Dad, I just, can we go live I'm, with those weird comedian girls, please? <laughs> please. Dad. How much? Sir. Listen, I, I, I don't want to undersell how much these boys eat. It's it's really important. They get a f- three, four meals a day. I have a HelloFresh subscription, so I think I'll be fine <laughs> on I, my end. I uh, I get rewards from new seasons, so mm-hmm. I'll get five dollars for every five hundred dollars I spend. I think I'm in good shape. Okay, we're oh only God. talking about well, food that's, here. That's but just what a about quarter what about of their monthly budget? Yeah, exactly. A quarter of their monthly. What about college tuition? What about uh, you know? Well, this is scrapes gonna... and bruises. There's a scrapes and bruises. How do, how do you two fit into the capitalist machine? Oh, I work for a non-profit. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. I work for a startup. This is... Kind of, kind of two sides of the socialist coin here. <laughs> well, I mean, they've got to start up and they got to get their careers going somehow. We, everyone's got to start. Your plant was we're just always hiring. At, we're always hiring at the plant, you know. No, okay. thank you. That's very yeah. sweet of you. But um, no, what if you just kind of help financially support us raising your kids? Yeah. It'll be a lot of, a lot of hair off your neck. I mean, I yeah. live. <laughs> a lot of hair off your neck because you'll slap it off. Well, no, no. Well, that's the natural buffer that we build up from those slaps. Yeah, I don't have any hair on my neck because I slapped it all off. I have no hair on my whole head. No one has taken me to the doctor yeah, about that. Yeah, he looks that. like Caillou. Everyone at school calls me Caillou. Please don't bring it it's up. Not your name. I think I your like head is it. very cute. Okay, and and uh, listen, just please come. Let him come home with us. Yeah. Please, we, we Dad. What, what, what if we tried like a like a sleepover situation first? Yeah, like a like it feels like maybe not like a like maybe we just a uh, scaffold baby step into this. Well, you know. Well, they're not babies anymore. 
Well, no, I mean, I just mean that is like a turn of phrase. Here's, like, what, for, here's what we can do as a compromise. Trying to okay. babies? No. We could all go get some non-dairy ice cream and then Slurpees afterwards. I would love a Slurpee. I would love some non-dairy ice cream. Wait, you would really get me a Slurpee? You would... Oh. You would get non-dairy ice cream? I'm gonna cry! What about I'm their crying. bones? What about, the, what about what their, about their bones? bones? They're weak bones without all that dairy. <laughs> yeah, but, but most people can't eat Humans dairy. shouldn't process dairy. It's not made for well, us. Well, this is news to me. <laughs> I stopped breastfeeding five years ago, and I haven't needed a drop of dairy since. That's right. I don't think there's dairy in human breast milk. What? Dairy? There's no dairy in human know. breast milk? I actually don't know. Going out of left field here. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, Isn't but it I the think... same thing, just from a different animal? <laughs> Is there dairy in horse milk? I don't know. Horse it's milk. milk. <laughs> I was just thinking. Have you ever had milk. horse milk, Dad? Certainly. What, what does this look like? Sweden? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I drink American dairy milk. From a cow. Four glasses, four pints a day. <laughs> Does he force whenever, you to big Whenever brother dad to... goes to a bar, he just orders a cold pint of milk. <laughs> and a shot of whiskey. Ma- no. Okay. You wouldn't Ew. think they'd have that at bars, but every bar has a gallon of milk somewhere. <laughs> just sitting on the bottom and shelf. And you yep. bet, I drink that whole thing before I leave. <laughs> <laughs> they, get it, they get it special for you, dad. Dad's they know been, me down there. He spends a lot of time in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> and at I the don't. bar. Mm. Ooh. We're essentially raising ourselves anyway. So, yeah. Kayla, my Kayla, we'd be honored to have a sleepover with you and eat Slurpees. Yeah. And okay. under ice cream. Well, my, my, my pager's going off. I've got to get back Do to the plan. you have a pager? Listen, listen I'll, I'll, here, uh, the women, I'll bring you <laughs> Kayla wow. and my I'll Kayla. Your, I'll get your, sure. <laughs> That's their names. I'll, uh, I'll have... Uh, I'll get that paperwork over. We'll start just with write us, Just cut we'll us a check, it. and you never yeah. have to hear from us again. So. Yeah, or your kids. We'll, we'll try. Oh, going oh, with oh, them. Oh, there's all. It's all zeros. The pager. I've got to go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Nice. Bye, to boys. Meet you. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye, Bye sir. Dad. Bye, sir. That was very easy. <laughs> he was easily willing to just pawn. Yeah. I had a feeling that he would be. Like, very Matilda situation. Yeah, yeah. So Danny DeVito vibes for sure. Miss Miss Kayla. Yes? You're you're really going to go take us to get some non-dairy ice cream and Slurpees? Yeah, and I'll take you to school in the fall, and I'll take you camping next weekend. Do you... Do you want to play some hoops with the boys? I would love to play hoops with the boys. As long as little brother can come with. You would take me to go play hoops with the boys? Okay. Really, big brother? Yeah, you can come. <gasps> As the love of your life, I would just like to say, mm-hmm. I love you too, big brother. I love you too. Oh my god, I love you so much. <laughs> when we're old and have sons of our own, mm-hmm. let's be coach and assistant coach. That'd be like a sitcom. That would be like my dream. Coaching baseball with the love of my life. My big Big brother. brother. (laughs) And it would be my honor to be in your life at all. I would be happy that you chose to spend any time with me. You'll be the uncle to my babies. You'll be the uncle to my babies. Uh, yeah, hi, I've got, uh, four gallons of horse milk. <laughs> oh, that's for our dad. That's for he, our dad. He oh, just sorry. left. He's at the plant. I'm Michaela Hops. I was Big Brother, and, uh, you can catch me at Jet City Improv most weekends. I also perform in various random shows throughout the city, so follow me on Instagram at Michaela Hops, M-Y-K-A-E-L-A-H-O-P-P-S, and follow my Kayla and your Kayla. On Instagram and Facebook. 
I'm Kayla Teal. I played Little Brother. You can find me on Instagram at K-E-T-E-E-L. Uh, again, and like my Kayla said, you can follow my Kayla and your Kayla. I'll be in um, at Jet City Improv in an upcoming production of Stabbin' Cabin, an 80s slasher improvised show, uh, opening October 3rd and running uh, until November. Thank you to Roland for reminding us to peel off a square at the top of the show. Join us next week as I talk to local playwright and comedian Levi Friedman. Then later we're interrupted by Ashley Spears, and we get to recap on Greg and Linda, see what those two are up to. Come see Funhouse 5 this week, this week, folks, September 19th through the 28th at Annex Theater in Capitol Hill. Our theme music was composed by Alex Place. Our logo was designed by Alex Vincini. Our audio technician for this episode was Robert Borges. Our communications manager is Maureen Armstrong. Our film and media manager is Robert Borges. And our artistic manager is Jake Bird. And if you like what you heard, help us out by subscribing to our podcast and leaving us a review. Find us at FunhouseFam.com and on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at FunhouseFam, where you can get all the updates for everything Funhouse events, auditions, artistic opportunities, and script submissions. Join us, and I hope to see you at Funhouse 5. B. Okay, bye. Artificial.